Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another day's edition of Transformation Radio. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never Good Father, it's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you, it's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. Oh, and I've seen many searching for it.
My name's Jason Hatfield. Um, been in the refuge now for 30 days or so, and it's really changed my life. I came in here, I was really broken. I had no faith in myself or anything or anybody. Um, I was really reluctant to come in. Thought I thought this place was too religious for me. Um, I got here, I found out it wasn't religious. It was it was a life-changing experience. I got to know the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and I was saved and I'm no longer the man I was 30 days ago today. And I hope everybody coming in can have it the same. September 28th. As we turn our attention now to the New Testament, our reading today will be in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. We'll see that spirit-filled Christians will manifest Christ-likeness in the home, on the job, and on the battlefield of life. Listen, the bottom line here is if we don't learn to obey at home, we're not likely to be uh, obedient on the job or in the army of the Lord. In the same way, if we've not learned to take orders, we will not be too successful at giving orders, either as parents or as employers. The danger in the home is parents who are authoritarian, but do not exercise loving spiritual authority. The danger on the job is the employee who is a, a clock watcher and uh, does not obey from the heart, and the boss who forgets that he is second in command and must one day give an account to the Lord. And the danger on the battlefield is that we do not take the enemy seriously and so fail to put on all of the armor. By faith, you put on the armor through prayer, which must be done at the beginning of every day. Hey, do you have your armor on right now? Listen, never underestimate the strategy and strength of the devil. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. September 28th, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first of the Ten Commandments that ends with a promise, and this is the promise. If you honor your father and mother, you will live a long life full of blessing. And now a word to you fathers. Don't make your children angry by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction approved by the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely, as you would serve Christ. Work hard, but not just to please your masters when they're watching. As slaves of Christ, do the will of God with all your heart. Work with enthusiasm, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will reward each one of us for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. And in the same way, you masters must treat your slaves right. Don't threaten them. Remember, you both have the same master in heaven, and he has no favorites. A final word. Be strong with the Lord's mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies and tricks of the devil. 
For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against those mighty powers of darkness who rule this world, and against wicked spirits in the heavenly realms. Use every piece of God's armor to resist the enemy in the time of evil, so that after the battle you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the sturdy belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news, so that you will be fully prepared. In every battle, you will need faith as your shield to stop the fiery arrows aimed at you by Satan. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray at all times and on every occasion in the power of the Holy Spirit. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all Christians everywhere. And pray for me, too. Ask God to give me the right words as I boldly explain God's secret plan that the good news is for the Gentiles, too. I'm in chains now for preaching this message as God's ambassador, but pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Tychicus, a much-loved brother and faithful helper in the Lord's work, will tell you all about how I am getting along. I am sending him to you for just this purpose. He will let you know how we are, and he will encourage you. May God give you peace, dear brothers and sisters and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God's grace be upon all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. Give me, forgive me if I'm wrong 
70 verses 1 through 5. You know, David was in a hurry when he wrote this brief psalm because God was not in a hurry. Three times he cried, Make haste! And he ended with, Do not delay! Like Peter sinking into the water. He didn't have time, you know, for a long prayer. All he could uh, cry was, Lord, save me! Why does God delay answering your prayers? Well, surely he can see your desperate situation. He promises to give grace to help in time of need. That can be translated grace for well-timed help. Listen, your father's timing is never wrong. When God waits, he may have a better gift for you than what you're asking him for now. His delays are neither denials nor defeats. So put your times in his hands and wait on the Lord. Psalm 70 Verses 1 through 5. For the choir director, a psalm of David. To bring us to the Lord's remembrance. Please, God, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame. For they said, Aha! We've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, God is great! But I am poor and needy. Please hurry to my aid, O God. You are my helper and my Savior. O Lord, do not delay. Proverbs 24, verse 8 A person who plans evil will get a reputation as a troublemaker. Travis Cook here, phasing up today. What God has done for me, He's He showed me wonders. He's He's came into my life before I came here. I really, really didn't believe. I never picked up a Bible, but now that I've been here for 30 days, just my whole outlook on life has changed. I'm glad to be here, and I just want to give a shout-out to everybody at the farm. And just keep, just make it through today and just pray for tomorrow. The moon and stars, they wept. 
Began to shake. 
I remember singing Jesus loves me. At an early age, I was raised in church since baby words I learned to say. Christ loves the little children repeatedly in my mind. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. But I didn't feel so precious on that day I got molested. In fact, I felt more rejected and neglected from his protection and all these questions started forming in my mind am I gay am I straight cause it continued off and I felt ugly trapped and so ashamed I never told her so because I feared I'd take the blame nobody'd ever know it was my secret my pain my hurt my shame I couldn't let it out if I did they'd surely call me gay and I remember when they did at the mall that day I broke down in tears and simply walked away cause I remembered all those times that other boy had touched me and I started wondering if Jesus really loved me. by myself I didn't need God or so I thought but now I felt so empty indulging in the things they said would help me money sex and the party life that's how I live education didn't even help with my brokenness I kept on being broken with the same pain same strain running on one leg kept getting the same sprain crippled Looking at a glass lake, seeing my reflection in the ripples of the wake. I was lost and confused, still bottling my pain. Took that bottle to my brain, trying to make it go away. But I couldn't, I could never escape. I realized inside only death was my fate. I'm so lost, which way to go? I don't know. All I know is that I need you, God, to take control. Please take control and change my ways. I need to know I'm saved. Right now I'm feeling pain. And when I prayed that, I truly felt a change. It didn't happen all at once, but trust me, things did change. I've never been the same since that day I called on Jesus. He changed my life in exchange for chains. He gave me freedom. I've been forgiven the very sin I've ever committed. Rid me of my ignorance, Father, and show me how to live it. 
lives. Jesus, show me how to live.